Welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. I am a certified personal trainer, and I'm here to help you achieve your fitness goals without pain. In each episode, I'll share tips and strategies that will help you stay safe and pain-free while you're working out. I'll also interview experts in the field of fitness and pain management. So if you're ready to learn how to stay active and pain-free, then subscribe to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast today. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Pain-Free Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jones. So as some of you may have heard last week, I was blessed with the uh, diagnosis of uh, COVID, and I am still on my road to recovery from just the gunk, right, the sinus congestion, uh, the slight cough, um, just the fatigue, those types of things. I was able to go back to work because the symptoms weren't terrible. And to be perfectly honest, I was just (laughs) so bored uh, sitting here on my couch waiting uh, for myself to heal. And, you know, although the good thing was that I did get a chance to watch every possible Little League baseball game there was. And it was kind of fun because, first of all, I love baseball. That's probably one of my top sports. And watching the little dudes play is just awesome. Little dudes and dudettes. Sorry, because there was a team that had a female player. Um, and I think the the pure joy of watching kids play is, one, it's just always fun watching kids play. Because uh, they play with passion. And they live and die by their plays. And they're just, um, they're motivating. And it's was kind of a bummer, right? Because, you know, I don't feel good. But on the other end, I'm like, oh, watch that play. Okay, look at this. And, you know, so I'm texting my friends and, and you know, commenting and highlighting all the things that the kids are doing. And, you know, did you see that play? And it was good, you know, and it reminded me of when I was a kid and I used to enjoy playing sports. Uh, so it was, that wasn't terrible, but, you know, missing work is always um, a weird thing. And, um, yeah, of course, then there's the people-pleasing aspect of that as well. But we're not talking about people-pleasing this time. Anyway, so here I am. I'm on my way um, recovering. And uh, the first day back at work, I probably shouldn't have been there. Because now that I look back and see the way that uh, my body was reacting, I just was still too tired. I probably should have stayed another day. But you know, what are you going to do? Anyway, so I'm back at work. The kids are like, oh, let's go for a walk before it gets too hot. And so we start to walk. (laughs) I'm all, holy moly. I was thinking I was going to have a heart attack. It's like, you know, my heart rate shot up. And it wasn't even that high, but it was high for what it's been for the last, you know, 10, 12 days. And I'm like, I am okay. I am all right. You know, the kids are here. You know, if I fall down, they will call somebody or whatever. But it was just such a thing. Like, and then I was like, oh, I got a wave of nausea because I haven't moved that much. So it's just a bunch of different things. And I had to finally just kind of stop myself and go, you know, you're not dying. You know, I'm not running, right? I'm walking. And, you know, if anybody's ever walked with me, I'm pretty much at a leisurely pace for sure. Um, But, you know, then as I'm sitting back and reflecting, I'm like, well, I literally haven't moved more than maybe 100 feet in a day. 
you know, with COVID because I was, you know, you get up and you go from your bed to your couch and then you go from your couch to your bed and that's kind of it. So the fact that I was walking around was probably a pretty good shock to my system. So um, this is the point where I realized that, you know, oh, snap, this shit may be hard. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm just thinking COVID's cold, but it feels a little bit different on my body. So I couldn't resist. I went to Dr. Google and I started looking at some timelines because for me, I'm a planner, right? I want to know, like, when is my safe return uh, back to working out? When can I do X, you know, this kind of stuff? And what I found was that there are varying levels, right, of timelines that people recommend. And so I just was like, well, let me look at the one at Cleveland Clinic because they seem kind of, they got their stuff together. They have a pretty good website and I enjoy reading through their things because they're, they're not crazy. They're just kind of that middle of the road kind of medical place. So they set up a timeline, which I thought was kind of neat. And they had it set up by stages. So stage one is when you're sick, right? You got your diagnosis, you're doing your recovery, you're hydrating, you're resting, you're doing all the things that you do. Um, they have, um, you know, they're saying, look, you got your, your positive test and you're probably going to feel like garbage and, you know, just be mindful of the things that kind of come along with it, right? So, um you know, I have like the loss of smell and taste, which is starting to come back now, uh, those kinds of things. Anyway, so that's about 10 days minimum from the positive test, right? And then the next two days are supposed to be light exercise. This is stage two. This is where you get to walk. If you're a runner, you can go ahead and do that. That's not happening for me anytime soon. If you want to ride the stationary bike, uh, you know, and they're like no lifting, right? You're doing, you're shooting for 70% of your maximum heart rate and probably you're working out less than 15 minutes, which is, a, well, my walk was longer, but I also wasn't going anywhere that far. Stage three is this is when you get to introduce your light to moderate exercise. Um, <laughs> they have listed running drills. <laughs> nope. Um, body weight resistance, maybe some circuit training, you get to push up a little bit higher on your maximum heart rate. So about 80%. And then you're still saying under 30 minutes, right? Because you don't want to blow your gears. Stage four, we're looking at moderate exercise. Um, they're saying that'll take about a day. And that's where you're looking for sports specific drills, um, maybe a little weight training, you're still maintaining that 80% maximum heart rate. And but now you could boost up your time, maybe about 45 minutes. Stage five is essentially, you can kind of go back to your normal sports activities, right? Um, they recommend no contact activities. Um, and I'm not sure why I know that well, I, I don't know, like after right now, like getting hit or something would probably not feel very good. Uh, still maintaining the 80% and you can go up to an hour. Stage six is all bets are off. You can go back to normal training and, um, you know, you should be able to resume normal exercise and do whatever. And then stage seven, they say return to unrestricted competition and exercise. So I guess they're saying, hey, if you're, you know, Olympic athlete, by the time you get to this point, you should be good to go. With the total number of days, you're looking at uh, probably eight days beyond your clear time. So 
that's, you know, with illness, you're looking at almost 21 days uh, to get yourself back together. Now, for me, the things I needed to know, right, which was, all right, what is the mental aspect of this? Because sometimes if you're a competitive athlete, it's really hard to just return back or start at ground zero, right? Because it feels so uh, underwhelming. But I needed to know, you know, I needed to have this, right? Medical professionals guiding me and letting me know, you need to start slow and it's okay to start slow. Um, Again, really balancing that competitive uh, that spirit competitive spirit, because if I go nuts and I'm like, oh, I just go back to the weights I was lifting before I got sick or or whatever, this is a different type of illness. This isn't like, oh, I hurt my knee or my shoulder's hurting or something like that. This is a a complete body illness. And your body will let you know where you stand and very quickly, right? If it doesn't like what you're doing, boom, it's going to, you know, put you back down, right? You're going to get exhausted. You'll get sick again whatever it may be. So, and I don't want to be sick because boy, that was not a fun sick to be. Uh, Not that any sick is fun, but boy, that was not fun. Um, So one of the things I'm thinking about as well is the idea of kind of creating a goal, like a different goal, Um, something that I can work toward that's very low key that will help get me back into um, the swing of things. So when I was thinking about is that, you know, I have some knee issues and I'm thinking like, oh, I can start working on my, my knee exercises again. So that, um, isometric exercises, the mobility work, um, those types of things. And I, I want to do that for my shoulder as well, because that's another area of my weakness. So if I set up a goal where, you know, I'm doing a certain amount of exercises, or even if I'm just doing my, you know, quote unquote, rehabilitation exercises, those generally take about 15 minutes. So it's not something that I need to go crazy with. And when I accomplish it, I'm going to feel better. And it's going to help me reach my goal, which is kind of getting back to everything the way that I would like to get back. Unfor- well, not unfortunately. Like, God dang it. I'm going to have to go back to yoga. And I kind of like yoga. Like, my body likes yoga. Me, not so much, because there's a patience there that sometimes I just don't have. And um, just taking that time to do it is going to require something from me. And, you know, I'm just going to have to kind of go back to it and hope for the best. Um, You know, and again, I can look at it as a pathway. Maybe if I do like 10 days of yoga every day uh, or for the you know first 10 days, maybe that's a way of getting me back to where I can be lifting weights and doing the things that I need to do and not necessarily being cramped up in this body. So I'm really hoping it doesn't take that long for me to get back into shape. Um... One of the one of the, my key takeaways is that I'm kind of proud of myself for the fact that I'm not really tripping off the things I missed. You know, yes, I was out from work, not really a big deal. I have the sick time. You know, I'm blessed enough to have that type of uh, benefit for me, and so I'm going to get that money back or the days back because we're still in that time period where I can do uh, workers comp because I got sick at work. Um, there's a couple of events I missed, you know, the final for my softball games, 
um, which was kind of a bummer because I wanted to be there. Um, I'm going to miss, there's a cycling event that's this weekend and there's no way that I can ride my bike, um, any distance. So, you know, um, I'm feeling good about taking care of myself. And the weird part about it is that I think before people were like, Oh, COVID, you know, it's not real or whatever it is. But now it's like you have it and people are like, oh, yeah, that's crap. Man, I had that, too. You know, <laughs> And everybody understands. So you don't have to feel badly about anything. And people are pretty respectful of your space or, you know, giving you time to see where you are and, and how um, you're going to recover. And so I feel like for me, this is just a minor setback um, and definitely not earth shattering. Now, again, this is, you know, 2023, three years ago, I would have had a completely different mindset and, you know, our listeners would have had the same mindset, right? Because you're losing people and it was just a horrible tragedy for our country. Um, but now it is something that's manageable. And um, I think that having that, you know, going back to that loving kindness and just understanding that there will be setbacks and we can take them in stride because I'm still here. I have the ability to think and figure things out. And I feel good about that. And, you know, I don't know what that will look like. I may be full of shit. And I may start working out and go, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. I don't think I'll be like that. But I think I'm just, you know, teasing about it. And I don't want to act like I'm some high and mighty you know, fitness trainers like, oh, yes. And I went back and everything went according to plan and all, you know, plans, like I said, plans go out the window. And, you know, the biggest thing that you can do is just be flexible and, you know, and just go with the flow because things aren't always going to work out. And the more rigid you are, the more difficult it is to navigate these situations. So anyway, that's it for now. Um, I hope you're out there and you're moving your body and doing the things that you need to do. And I appreciate you listening. And don't forget to rate and review. And I will catch you next time. Thanks a lot.